We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everybody. Welcome into the LakersNation.com post post game show. I'm your host, Sean Davis. This is a show where we dive into all the advanced analytics and X's and O's from tonight's contest. And tonight, oh boy, we have a fun game to break down. We're going to be spending a ton of time breaking down this defense, um, which created so many terms, just wrecked havoc on the Phoenix Suns. We're going to do a little bit of a preview for the uh, New Orleans Pelicans game coming up on Thursday night. We're going to do a little bit of a preview for that and all that more. But first off, I want to appreciate you guys. Thank you all for tuning in from YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Welcome, in. You guys can follow me on X at Sean underscore D-A-B-I. And let's get started right away here. Um, let's see the Lakers win 106 to 103. I, I will say this. I thought the Lakers did – I. I was a fan of the game plan for the most part. This is easily, easily the most versatile defensive game I think we've seen from this Lakers staff in its entire tenure. We saw them blitz ball screens, hedge ball screens, show and recover, up to touch drop, low drop, switch. Like we we saw them empty the clip defensively, and it was it was phenomenal tonight. It was phenomenal tonight defensively. Um, looking at this, uh, Phoenix, the Lakers held the Phoenix Suns ball screen attack. Let me zoom in a bit here. Guys, forgot, guys, zoom in on the. There we go. All right. They held their ball screen attack to 0.767 points per possession. That is a phenomenal job by this Lakers defense tonight. Really, really spectacular stuff. They, the pick and roll, roll man attack wasn't much of anything. They blew up the off screen stuff. Like, this was just a incredible defensive performance for the Lakers. And then, if you go specifically to, let's go to Phoenix, you go to guys like Devin Booker tonight, right? Like, Devin Booker in pick and roll tonight. KD wasn't that efficient, 0.667. Like, gave this Lakers staff. A little bit of credit tonight, I think, defensively. Offensively, I'm going to chalk this up as a um, 
I'm going to chalk this one up as a poor shot making night because I felt like this was like genuinely a blowout game, right? I think this was a blowout win without the score representing that, right? Like the Lakers, they forced the turnovers, they pressed the issue on the offensive glass. I mean, look at some just the box score stats here. LeBron, LeBron James. The 39-year-old human being is still a top-five player on the planet right now. 31 points, 8 rebounds, 11 assists, 5 steals, 12 for 25 from, from the floor, 2 of 4 from 3, 5 of 6 from the charity stripe. Anthony Davis, 27 points, 10 of 26. LeBron and AD missed so many like uncharacteristic three uh, shots at the rim tonight that you're just never going to see or rarely going to see from those two. 87 of 8, didn't miss the free throw late, but chipped in 15 rebounds. And this is another reason why I say all the time that Anthony Davis is the best defensive player on the freaking planet because Anthony Davis allows you to be this versatile defensively where you can hedge and be fine. You can go drop and be fine. He guarded Devin Booker for nine seconds at a critical possession late in the game and then managed to rotate out of it once the ball was given up and get a uh, a great rotation down the rim that ultimately forced the 24-second violation, right? Best defender, best defensive player on the planet, chipped in two blocks tonight and a bunch more affected shots. D'Lo is, I mean, this is kind of what D'Lo is, right? And I'm not even going to bash D'Lo, right? But D'Lo is this. When D- I am not 19. I just wanted to say that. When, um, when D'Lo has a really good game, you can – Kind of tell early if D'Lo's going to have a really good game or not, right? You can tell pretty early on. And when D'Lo is having a bad game, you can also kind of tell pretty early on, right? This was just a bad D'Lo game or a slightly rough D'Lo game. But that is what you have Austin freaking Reeves for. So that when D'Lo has a rough game, right? You have Austin Reeves that chips in with 20 points, six rebounds, had a big was the second quarter that Austin went berserk, right? Or was it the third quarter? One of those two hits a big three late. He hits the uh he hits a three to put the Lakers up four. Me and Trevor are, are over on playback shouting, no, 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 don't shoot that shot. He hit it. It's a big time shot. And he got he he was really carrying. I want to say it was the third quarter, actually. He was really carrying the Lakers offense at, throughout you know portions of tonight's game. I love Vando's minutes. I loved Rui Hachimura's minutes for the most part. Jackson Hayes was meh, right? But this was a super, super, super fun win for this Lakers team. The Lakers now in offensive rating are still 24th in the NBA. In defensive rating, the Lakers are now still ninth in the NBA. But we kind of saw this Lakers team just kind of do some weird stuff tonight. What I mean by that is, I will address the Christian Wood. Uh, DMP, but this Lakers team is traditionally not a team that's going to force a bunch of turnovers, right? The Lakers last season, they definitely weren't on the year. They're 18th in opponent turnover percentage, right? You change that to the last 10 games and the Lakers are 14th. They're 14th They in the last 10 games. The Lakers have been the second best defensive rebounding team in the NBA, don't believe me. Here we go, right here. NBA.com, very accessible stats right here. They were, yeah, I mean, we're, we're seeing opponent offensive rebounding percentage. They are second best in the NBA over the past 10 games. Opponent turnover percentage, like I said, 14th. 
opponent free throw rate. This is still the second best team in the NBA defending without fouling, right? Opponent effective field goal percentage, eighth. Turnover percentage, the Lakers are 20th, so they got to do a little bit of a better job there. Getting to the line at a, at a high rate still, right? And then if you go to just the advanced analytics by itself, right? Last 10. The Lakers are 24th still in offensive rating and a defensive rating, they're second, right? So I'm still a believer in the offense. I think the offense will still eventually turn itself around tonight. I really do believe it was more so just bad shot making, right? Bad shot making. We're going to be taking your questions and comments here as well tonight. Let's see what we got here in the chat. Uh, oh, Trevor's back on. Hey, yeah. you, you got me. I'm making sure my, my mic is connected here. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so we've got a little update here, and I thought everybody would want to hear this. Okay. Uh, there is a lot going around right now where where Devin Booker put out there on social media. The still, oh, yeah, I saw that. You know what I'm talking about. The still of, uh, of LeBron calling the timeout and the ball is loose. This is the NBA. They were asked about it after the game. The referee, the pool reporters asked them about what happened on that play. Um, this is the, the referee's response. Said, during the live, live play, the official felt L.A. still had possession of the ball when LeBron requested the timeout. Through the through post-game video review and slow motion replay, we saw that Austin Reeves had his left hand on the ball while it's pinned against his left leg, which does constitute control. So when LeBron, you couldn't see it from the TV angle, and the ball, the ball popped free a second later. But when LeBron first started to signal for the timeout, the referees are saying, that Austin had the, you couldn't see it because we were blocked by KD and Austin and, and Booker, but the ball was not actually loose. Austin had it pinned against his left leg. Then it got popped free. There we go. Well, so, Devin Booker quit crying per usual. <laughs> so that's, that's the, that's the referee's official statement. Again, Suns fans will not, will not buy that of course, but I figured that was important enough to, to pop in and, and share. I appreciate it. And once again, Devin Booker, cry me a river. All right. I agree. Yeah, I, I, Sean, I didn't wind up master locking Devin Booker. I think the referees just master locked Devin Booker. Boom. What was your master lock? Uh, it was uh, the finishing at the rim. Uh, very deservedly so. Yes. That's what I was just saying. Like, I don't think... I don't think this team... This is this felt like a blowout. Like, we're being like, all things considered, this should have been a blowout. And should've the been. Lakers won, but it should have been a blowout. Should have been. Absolutely. All right. Sorry to interrupt. Have have a great show. Thanks. All right. But as I was saying, I, I feel good about where this team's at. They've won seven of the last 10. The defense has really ramped it up. We are seeing some of the scheme versatility stuff that we've been kind of begging for, to be quite frank with you. And you hold Devin Booker 6 of 16. Go cry about you being six for 16 and having seven turnovers and six assists. Cry about that. Okay. So, I mean, maybe, maybe that's why. Maybe that's why the Suns lost tonight because your supposed best player 
have more turnovers than field goals made. Shrug, I guess. Uh, Grayson Allen had the most random 21 points ever. Yusuf Nurkic is afraid of Anthony Davis. And yeah, I mean, they can't guard 80. I don't understand why LeBron and AD, like, was there something wrong with the rims tonight? For for a while, LeBron and AD just missed shot after shot after shot at the rim. So much so that LeBron's, you know, field goal percentage at the rim has dropped to 71.4%. So that's nice. And this is a great point. Like Alvin No Chipmunk says here in the chat. This means we owe the tiebreaker against the Suns when it comes to playoff seeding. Absolutely. The Lakers won the season series. And yeah. A yeah, the one time AD definitely should have dunked, dunked the ball. All right, uh, Eric Olsen says, Cam played defense and didn't force on offense. Yeah, I thought Cam was really, really good tonight. Uh, we could try to find some of the matchup data really quickly and see where this team is at for – how do you find matchup data on NBA.com? But, I mean, Cam Reddish, he, he really just pestered. He just pestered Devin Booker all night long. And that's what I, and that's what we needed from him tonight. I think Cam Reddish is taking significant strides to legitimately making his claim as a lockdown perimeter defender. I, th- I think we're I think we're seeing that from Cam recently, where this was a playoff type atmosphere. The game was super, super physical. They called it pretty physical. And Cam Reddish as the primary defender. Yeah, because Torian got the KD assignment for some goofy reason. Anywho, Cam was the primary defender on Devin Booker, and you hold him to six for 16 and force more turnovers than made shot attempts. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. So that's kudos there, right? Cam is this is not the first time this has happened. Give Cam Reddish his props. Why didn't Christian Wood play? This just didn't feel like a Christian Wood game, especially in terms of like how versatile the Lakers got with the defensive schemes tonight. In terms of, like I said, hedging and switching a little bit more, blitzing. They needed more mobile bigs on the floor. And Jackson Hayes still only played, what, nine minutes tonight? Yeah, he barely played over nine minutes. So, I I, I don't know, man. I don't know. When did Torian Prince become this elite defender we put on KD, LMAO? Yeah, Damon, I would love for, for anybody to tell me the answer. Literally. Like... I think Torian Prince is honestly starting to get kind of like a bad rap. And the reason why I say this is he's kind of being done wrong here, right? Because he, in terms of matchup difficulty, in terms of like who gets the toughest matchups in the NBA, Torian Prince was, I want to say, eighth in the NBA in terms of matchup difficulty. So meaning essentially out of every player in the NBA, Torian Prince has the eight, is eighth in terms of like, who he's guarding in like toughest matchups, right? It's like Al- he's in a group of Alex Caruso, Jaden McDaniels, OG, Matisse Thibault, groups like that, right? And he is at least two to three tiers off of a defender of that. So in his defense, I don't think we're doing him any favors or Darwin's doing him any favors, but at the same time, there's still no way he should be guarding KD to the extent that he has been. Or these elite players. So like we play... I think Roland's matchup is a little interesting. We're spending some, some time, you know, diving into that. But yeah, man, rough. Uh, uh, 
Super Chat here says, tonight's defense was great. I think Frank was equally proud and jealous. Frank was done wrong on his way out. And, yeah, I think Frank's a good coach. Uh, all right, let's see what else we have here. Matthew has become a YouTube member. Matthew, we appreciate it. And for anybody else that wants to potentially become a YouTube member, you can just hit that join button in the description down below. And you can get access to exclusive content like our weekly preview segments and weekly members only live shows, all that and more. The live shows, you can actually join us on stage and interact with us live. So a bunch of great stuff that we are offering in our Lakers Asia membership uh, program. Cameron says, I'm tired of seeing Tori and Prince take others fourth quarter meds. I thought it would they should have went back to Rui. I'm not going to. I don't know if Rui and Cam are on minute and uh, Vander are on minutes restrictions. For whatever reason, Rui played 21 minutes. Bando, I can understand being on a minutes restriction, but oh man, it I it felt like it felt like we should have went back to one of those guys. Right. All right. Let's take some time. Let's probably spend last 15 minutes or so diving into this New Orleans Pelicans matchup, eh? Got a couple of questions here in the chat uh lebron 40 minutes uh tonight any concerns not really right i mean i think lebron for one to silence any critics on if lebron james can turn it on and be a positive defender for one he did it for a playoff series last year right so take that he he did it for the playoffs the entire playoffs lebron was a positive defender and tonight LeBron showed if he needs to ramp it up defensively, not as a on-ball defender, right? But if he needs to ramp it up defensively, he can do that, right? And he was on go tonight. He had one particular possession, which I thought was really, really impressive, where he had a switch off on-ball, on goes off-ball, takes the big. He No, he chases out corner, gets a, he helps off appropriately. Tags on the roll, gets the steal, jumps the pass, and we're out in transition. I, I mean, again, you don't force 22 turnovers for, for no particular reason. And LeBron James defensively and I was great. So I'm not really, really worried about it. It's not like LeBron looked gas or anything in the fourth quarter. I still thought LeBron was full of energy, even though he did play 40 minutes. And after this tournament's over, if you win the whole thing, you get two days off. Right, so... If for some reason you lost Friday or Thursday, then you get Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday off, if I recall correctly. I believe that's accurate. So, LeBron, go ahead. Go out. Go all out. Go try to win this thing. Speaking of LeBron James, the jumper, we're now 21 games into the regular season. If you didn't think it was legit, it's legit. 39% from three on the year now. 43.4% on catch-and-shoot looks, 52.4% if you leave them open. LeBron's back as a jump shooter. The midi isn't falling as much as I probably would like to. 38.6% on the mid-range. He's actually been a better three-point shooter than he's been a mid-range shooter this season. But it is still enough of a threat to where you still have to worry about it, obviously. All right, let's dive in here to the... New Orleans Pelicans. 
So let's start off with just looking at their last game. They beat the the, uh, the Sacramento Kings 127 to 117. Chat, let me know who you guys wanted to see here. I was kind of conflicted about who I'd rather play. We've already played Sacramento a couple of times. I'm kind of exhausted of, of playing their style of basketball personally. And nothing really stands out. Oh, yeah, yes, it does. How efficient they were in their ball screen attack. 1.242 points per possession is insane. Uh, the roll man attack was still efficient. ISO attack. I mean, it's not like Sacramento's a great defense or anything, but good grief, man. They just did whatever they wanted. All right, we don't need to do that. There we go. So, last 10 games. Offensive rating, the Pelicans are eighth. Defensive rating, the Pelicans are ninth. So, the Pelicans are a top 10 unit, top 10 team, essentially, in the last 10 games. Offensive rebounding percentage in the last 10. Ninth, they're a good offensive rebounding team. Defensive rebounding, they are, again, ninth. So, this is a really, really good defensive rebounding team or rebounding team in general. Candy force turnovers on this team and the middle of the pack. They'll give it up. Uh, effective field goal percentage. Like this team just looks super solid, man. I'm not gonna lie. Let's go to their four factor stuff really, really quickly. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pulling up their four factors here. Maybe. There we go. But I, th- I think, number one, you have to be worried about can you guard – who's guarding Zion Williams? So do you put Anthony Davis on Zion right away? That is something the Lakers get to figure out. Free throw rate, the Pelicans are fifth. They're actually right behind the Lakers in terms of getting to the free throw line. This is on the season now. Opponent effective field goal percentage. The Pelicans are 15, middle of the pack of a defense. They middle of the pack in terms of free throw rate, opponent free throw rate. Uh 12th in opponent turnover percentage. And they're they're gonna be good in terms of defensive rebounding, I'm assuming. Uh no, middle of the pack. So Nothing really standing out there. Let's take a look at you know some of the key scoring methods. This is a really, really good transition team. That's kind of to be expected. They don't seem to be a great zone offense. They only shot 31.6% against the zone. So maybe that's something that the Lakers do consider heading into the, the upcoming game on Thursday. How do they get Zion the ball? That's really what I want to know now. Zion is obviously the best player on this team. Not, it's definitely not going to be spot-ups. It's going to be a bunch of transition, I'm assuming. Yeah, he's great. Ball screen stuff. Okay, so if you look at their pick-and-roll attack here. Well, let me, let's me let actually go to. So, ball screen attack, right? It's Brandon Ingram. It's Zion. It's CJ McCollum. It's Dyson Daniels. Dyson Daniels. Did not play in the last game, if I recall correctly. So in terms of Zion Williams and ball screens, it's essentially like, can you, it's going to be a lot of inverted ball screens. I don't anticipate a ton of, you know, one-on-one or excuse me, like Zion, Jonas Valanciunas, pick and roll stuff, right? I don't really anticipate that. I anticipate some more inverted pick and roll stuff this game. So keep a lookout on that from the, from the Lakers. I mean, excuse me, from the, from the Pelicans. Um, when a defense sends extra help, that's where Zion's pick and roll game plummets by a lot. BI is still pretty efficient. CJ McCollum's fine. And their ISO attack, their isolation attack, it's Zion. He's oh, he shot, he's shooting 31 or Zion offense in general. I mean, it's pretty efficient, right? And then B.I. obviously is insane in isolation. Post-ups, they're going to Zion. Zion's just not an efficient post player yet, or really still, honestly. I think Zion's still kind of just using his ability as a, you know, just freak of nature. Like, Zion's shooting 41.3% on effective field goal percentage on post-ups. Balanchunas is a good post player. Uh, the cuts, 
Zion and Jonas are going to be up here first because you're going to be getting those guys on a bunch of dump offs and stuff like that. So that's something the Lakers are definitely going to have to keep their eye on on for this upcoming game. Uh, when looking at how this team shoots in the half court against man-to-man defense. All right, in the half court. The Pelicans are shooting. They're only shooting 57% at the rim. They're shooting, however, 39% on open catch and shoot threes. This is a fairly decent three-point shooting team. Yeah, B.I., Jordan Hawkins, our guys, the guy that could definitely play. C.J. McCollum, they, they got some shooters for sure. They are, wow, okay, I did not expect them to be that low. They're right around league average, 18th. The difference between them and the 10th team is a percent, 1% or whatever, right? So I'm not all that worried about the three-point shooting. I mean, it's fine. But really, can you protect the three-point line? Can you protect the rim and not get into any pointless foul trouble? They're not going to shoot a ton of threes either. As a matter of fact, they're on the same boat as the Lakers in terms of shot attempts from three per game. So it's going to be it's going to be an interesting game for sure. Interesting game for sure. If we're keeping the lineups the same, I think you go. Uh, let me see. Let's go back here to this. Let's let's go back. Let's figure out what their starting five was here, and we can talk about some matchups. New Orleans, CJ, Herb Jones, B.I., Zion, and Jonas. Okay, I think you got to go AD on Jonas, I think. Or do you go Braun on Jonas? I think you go Braun on Jonas. I'm not going to lie. Braun on Jonas, AD on Zion, I think. Uh, Cam Reddish on B.I., Torian on CJ and then D'Lo on Herb, I think. That actually doesn't sound that bad. That kind of works. I think chat, let me know what you guys think about that. I'm gonna say this, I'm gonna go through this again. AD on Zion, LeBron on Jonas, Cam on BI, D'Lo on Herb, Torian on CJ. If we're gonna start Torian. I would love to start Vando, but I don't know if you can do Vando and Cam Reddish. You're just like really trying not to score. I mean, yeah, he's 6'10", but he's also, uh, D'Lo has an insane wingspan, or 6'8". AD can guard Zion. AD can guard Zion, we're kind of cooked, because I don't know who you're going to put on Zion. You're not putting Braun on Zion. And the thought process for putting LeBron on Zion is so that LeBron can still be a helper in Rome, which is where we saw LeBron at his best tonight defensively. Vando on Zion does not work because that's not what Vando's good at. That's not Vando. Now, you can definitely start Rui. I'm a fan of that, right? I'm a fan of maybe potentially starting Rui tonight or uh, this Thursday night against, against New Orleans. Oh, my God. I'm not doing Braun on B.I. Absolutely not. Ruri on Zion. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. If anything, I would probably... Yeah, I guess. I don't know, man. Whole team on Zion. 
I'm not starting Jackson Ace. That's that's the one thing I probably am not going to do. I'm not doing that one. The Warriors shut Zion down. Let's see. Was did the Warriors win that game or did they lose that game? Let's see. I'm trying to find the game here really fast. Oh, yeah. Where's the... uh... All right, here. Let me just find Zion. Zion's played in all 22 games. Uh, he was pretty inefficient. He just didn't do nothing, really. Hold on, let me see. His most inefficient game is against Denver. That was the most inefficient game. He shot 10 for 22 that game. Uh, 7 for 20 against OKC. 7 for 20. I mean, what did OKC do? I guess this is really kind of the blueprint. They won this game, though. So, like, it's kind of hard, in my opinion, to take away stuff, like, if the team won. And, oh, yeah, I'm definitely not taking anything away from this. They didn't have B.I. And Jordan Hawkins was getting shots up. He took 19 shots that game. I mean, let's see. Zion. Post-ups. Okay, so for some reason they decided to go post-game with with him. Okay, Okay, this is actually exactly why I'm saying go A.D., He's either going to post up or he's going to go ISO, right? I don't think he can score on Anthony Davis. I really don't. So let's look at his play types really fast. ISO, this probably is the best argument for going Rui, right? And post up though. And then transition and cutting. I think you go AD. I think you go AD. I mean, he does enough ball screen stuff to where, again, you maybe want to go a little bit leaner and go Rui, but. Oh, man. Chat, I appreciate you guys. I think we're going to start to wind down the show. I think we have a couple more Super Chats. And, chat, before we get out of here, we got to award a Spark Plug of the Night. Spark Plug of the Night is essentially our award for our the coaches, you know, star in your role. So who is your spark plug of the night chat? Put it in the comments for me. Let's, uh, let's have some fun on the way out here. And Bryant gifted a Lakers nation membership. Brian, appreciate you. Super chat here. Bet Lakers fan living in Sacramento. I have many scars on my knuckles from Kings fans foreheads, but these Kings are for real. They remind me of the warriors. Yeah, they're fun. They are fun. Um, the Kings are one of my few favorite teams to watch, not named the Lakers, honestly, right? The Kings game is on and I'm not doing anything. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch it. You know, you got D Fox, you got Malik, our, our good friend Malik Monk. Sabonis is a fun connecting playmaker for this team. They got the shooters, Keegan Murray, Kevin Hurter. Um, yeah, I mean, they, they got some dudes in Sacramento. They're a fun team to watch offensively. They can't guard a fly, but they're really, really fun offensively. All right, spark plug of the night. 
Chats one. Ah, man. Okay. I'll go with Austin, but I do want to say this. Shout out Cam Reddish. Shout out Jared Vanderbilt. Built, Vanderbilt. Shout out those guys, man. I mean, just the job they did defensively tonight, I feel like it's going to get talked about. But some of the stuff that they were able to do all night long, like they did this for 48 minutes, locking up Katie and Book. Katie, five shots in the first half. You can give the Lakers, you know, scheme and their, and their guys should be locked on and, you know, aware to what they were doing. But but Cam really, especially just the job that he did, the, the job he, he he performed today guarding Devin Booker. Again, we're getting closer and closer to him really solidifying himself as one of the better perimeter defenders in the NBA playoff type atmosphere. Yeah, he just locked down one of the best two guards in the NBA, one of the most lethal scorers in the NBA. So shout out to those guys, right? Boxing one Zion is, is insane. Um, but I think you got to go Austin. That run in the third quarter where he just went crazy. The Lakers offense. I don't want to hear the still hurt narrative, by the way. We don't give we don't give Anthony Davis any any uh breaks for when he's playing hurt. We're not giving any other, any other team any break for when their players are hurt. But uh I mean all, the offense really struggled in the third quarter. It felt like Austin, he he had a big hustle play where the Lakers are up two. We miss an easy bunny in transition. Austin gets the put back dunk slash layup. And, I mean, Austin was great tonight, man. He was really, really great tonight. And the Lakers, uh, uh, this these past couple of games have been true reminders of what Austin, you know, was last year, right? And why they gave him that contract. And I think we're slowly starting to get back to the Austin's we, we were we were used to seeing. I still don't love the playmaking. He had a really bad behind-the-bounce pass. I thought he had a couple of misreads tonight. But otherwise, man, I'm, I'm really, really proud of what Austin did tonight. And he was a big, big reason why the Lakers won this game. All right, chat. I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for tuning in to LakersNation.com post-post game show. Make, it, make sure you guys follow me on Twitter at Sean underscore D-A-V-I. Master lock Devin Booker for deleting the post corn ball. Focus on your turnovers and not your and, uh, not goofy freaking stuff. Be better, guys. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in. Stay safe. Have a great night. Go Lake Show. Peace out.